Hello, so welcome to the episode one of Black, Beautiful, and Autistic, a podcast hosted by me, Sandy. Uh, I hope you guys are in for a ride. Today we're going to do a little bit of introductions. Introductions are always uh, very uh, sort of large have you noticed that like with introduction you're like okay how do you introduce yourself to people like i feel like a lot of times it's like there's so much about a human like personality or traits or whatever how do you introduce yourself so the way i'm going to do it today um to introduce myself is i got a couple of like pen bullet points that I think that you guys will be interested in learning about me um, that's related to this, but um, obviously when more episodes, you know, come along, the more you'll learn about me. So for today, I'm going to talk about who I am, um, like why am I doing this? I'm going to talk about when I got diagnosed, how long it took me to get diagnosed, um, and then also I'm going to touch on a little bit of like being gaslit by professionals because I am a minority um, person of color. Um, I'm I'm black and the gaslighting I would get from professionals being a woman and of color. Um, and then I'm going to also talk about the future for this podcast, what I think is going to happen um, for the future of this podcast. Uh, so I would love to talk about like details, um, like really going into the diagnosis process and how long it took me to get diagnosed and um, just dealing with all that little stuff um, that led up to getting diagnosed as well. Um, and then other things like um, other things that I will talk about for the future later on because I don't want to put everything now. But the idea is introduction and what I see for this podcast um, and why I'm doing it. And that's another thing that I'm going to talk about. So sit back and <laughs> I don't know why I said sit back you could be standing you could be literally doing whatever you want you could be exercising if you want during this podcast you could just be needing background noise while you work um, or you could just be doing art or whatever you want this you don't have to sit down <laughs> but you know do whatever you're doing get comfortable if you can get comfortable maybe uh, hopefully this will, I feel like for me, podcast is a really calmer for me. So I like to listen to the spoken word, or even if you're listening to this to help you fall asleep, I'm okay with that as well. Cause I do the same thing. And oftentimes I do go back and actually listen to the podcast, but I get it if it's just uh, help because, you know, a lot of people on the spectrum also suffer with insomnia. I as I do as well. Some nights are good. As a matter of fact, I'm actually recording this at midnight, and that's actually kind of early for me. <laughs> um, but you know, it is what it is. Anyways, moving on. Who am I? So I am uh, going to talk about who I am and why I'm doing this. I am an autistic individual who also was diagnosed with anxiety. I don't have any other diagnoses that I'm aware of that will be pertaining to this situation. Um, and I also am a, a black individual. Um, I'm American and I, 
trying to make it sound less generic, um, but I also do a lot of things in the creative world. I, my background is actually in architecture. I got my bachelor's degree in architecture, then I got my master's in sustainable historic preservation, essentially. Um, I got in the UK, so they call it something different, but it's pretty much historic preservation. Um, and throughout that whole time, I've always been interested in art since I was a kid. I've always had special interests in creative fields. So I come from that creative mind. A lot of autistic individuals also are very creative or analytical. So um, I think that's why I did architecture because it's both like analytical and creative and both it's very structured, but not structured. <laughs> it's, you know, in between. It's a nice little happy in between. So that's why I did that. Um, I do have a Christian background, so I'm also coming from that field. And I grew up with a single parent. Um, and that also is, I think, a question that a lot of people sort of navigate, like how, you know, especially like we talk about the diagnosing or getting diagnosed in America. It's so hard for individuals to get diagnosed because of lack of resources or lack of access to those resources. Um, and it often happens with uh, people who are um, on the lower side of the financial grid. They're like poor. And I have that experience having a single parent, you know, stuff like that. Growing up in a single parent household and, you know, having um, um, a mom to like sort of like have to deal with all the, uh, the nuance of like trying to raise uh, three kids. So, um, but she didn't do it alone. I... I definitely grew up in a house full of strong women, and um, that's so. That's sort of my background. Um, and let's see, uh, education. So I, when I'm doing this podcast, as I just told you, my education. I am not uh, a licensed psychologist or anything like that. I am just a person that is sharing my experiences based on my life. So no, never any medical thing. I cannot give any medical advice. I have no medical degrees. I cannot claim that. So that's something that I will never claim that, oh, I know that you have this or, you know, based on what I know, this could be possibly a chance that you might have. I won't say things like that. I would say this is my experience and, you know, take it as you mean as you will um so other things to note is that a it's a spectrum so if you don't agree with what i'm saying but you know maybe something you know in the podcast makes you think that you know someone or blah blah blah, um i really say go to the professionals for that information um but it is it does help to hear from someone who does have it i do get that and and that actually is kind of my story of how i got diagnosed myself so um but i would talk about the little details um but let's go into like you know when I got diagnosed. So when I had just finished college, I was, I think, no, sorry, not college. (laughs) I just finished, woo, uh, that's hilarious. Uh, No, I just finished high school and it was after, um, and the year that I finished, 
you know, high school, like six months later, or I should say like five to, or no, five to seven months later, um, I lost a loved one and that was tremendously hard on me, but it also was the first semester of college for me, like during that time of that. So the first semester I had in college was pretty much a poop show. Um, and it's, it was kind of one of those moments where I was like, I'm not doing well. Like I'm not doing well academically, you know, in high school I was skirting by, but college was like a whole nother ball game. There wasn't really like a set schedule. Like it was in high school, like you're going to classes at different times a day. Um, I also was working at the time was like my second job or something like that. And so a lot of things, and then obviously dealing with someone who has cancer in your family, you know, there's, it's like a roller coaster. You don't know what's going to happen. Um, well, we kind of knew it was going to happen, but you don't know when. It's just a whole thing. So the first semester I had was pretty much horrible. And I would, after that, I started grieving. But it wasn't until like a couple, like maybe a year and a half after that situation happened that I realized that it wasn't just me grieving. That's why the first semester was bad. But I started to notice things that were sort of becoming more present in my life. And um, it, there's, you know, the combination of knowing someone who I think um, has um, ASD as well as me. And um, and for those that don't know, AC is Autism Spectrum Disorder. Um, by the time it was, it was called Asperger's. Um, and that's kind of how it started. But I will go into details probably like in an earlier episode. I don't know if it's going to be episode two or three or four. But <laughs> definitely will be one of the episodes when I go into details of that, you know, story. But um, it wasn't until like I was, you know, 19 years old. Uh, yeah. So and that I realized that I needed to sort of, you know, figure things out. Um, and uh, like, I noticed that there was something like that I need to figure out. And actually, before I, before I was 19, actually, it was more like around, uh, I guess... It was before, it was like a year before I actually officially got diagnosed um, that that happened. No, no, it was at, it was at 19. I'm just kidding, guys. It was 19 when I started noticing. Um, it wasn't until like uh, maybe after I finished, like I was about to graduate from my for my AA degree, um, which is just for those that don't know, it's just like two year degree. It's like taking all your remedial classes that you need to take, like English and math and all the stuff like that. You need to take for your degree at just like a community college or whatever. Which ugh, I don't know why people don't do that. It just saves a lot of money, makes more sense, and you could do it with your at any time because they have so much more flexibility and when you could take it a whole bunch of stuff and it's definitely so much cheaper but I don't yeah anyways I digress um but anyways it wasn't until like after I started to graduate when I started to realize that you know um where I was in life and stuff like that so I started to do some research a little bit of research but it wasn't until like I got like 21 um years old around that time where I was like okay um I really need to like really dive into you know like it takes a process like it it needs some marinate you know like 
stuff like that. And again, I'm not going into details because I will have a whole podcast about that later on. But it was around 22 when I got diagnosed. And during that time when I got diagnosed, it was definitely not a thing that um, people of color has it, nor was it a thing that women has. It was very uh, white male dominated like getting the diagnosis and everything like that. So you, you could only imagine how shocking it was uh, for like me to find out and, and you know, family to find out. Um, but also it, there's like this part where you're just like, is it still real? Like even during the process, I was like, I was, I literally got all the books I could. Uh, I remember getting Asperger's and Girls books, of course, that's like a classic, and then like just diving into it. And YouTube wasn't that big at the time. It was just a whole like plethora of this information. Just, I, I became, it became my special interest for a quite some time, like years. And it was like, I remember even like, before I actually got the the sort of strength to do it, or like when I was just finding out this word, Asperger's, that word, it was kind of like, oh, Asperger's, okay, what is that? I'm like, I definitely don't have it. I remember saying exactly that same way to myself when I found out. I was like, definitely don't have it. It's meant for white males and blah, blah, blah. Like this was my idea of that world. And it was, you know, of course, when you introduce it, you have videos like Rain Man and all these other, you know, cliches and stereotypes for this. And the only thing that was like quite different, I think it was like a, I forget what it's called. It was like the whale, like the whale movie was the only one where there was a girl representing it, but she was also kind of not really sure like how she was representing it. I felt like it was very lackluster. And then you have movies like, uh, I mean, really known movies. Uh, the Other Sister is a very known movie to sort of be on that kind of, like, you're, you're like, okay, she has that, but it's like a different kind of version or whatever. And you see all these different types of movies and, and stereotypes and blah, 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 but it was very limited. Like, now I feel like, wow, like, there's so much information, there's so much knowledge, it's, it's almost like a trend now, which is wow. Um... And so, um, back then when I found out, it was very much, um, like a hush hush thing. Like it's like, Oh, don't tell anyone and Oh, keep it quiet. You know? Um, because people would, would tell me I'm not, you know, they, they would immediately say that because it's only at that time, again, it was only for white males. And that was very frustrating because I would get gaslighted by professionals I would say hey and I went to several different like uh psychologists and therapists and um they basically gaslighted me and tell me that I'm fine and I'm okay and just live life you're you're fine you're normal whatever um and I was like no I'm not normal and I would tell them my experiences and they would just almost like whatever like in and you know like at the time that gaslighting wasn't a thing either 
(laughs) But you know that feeling where you're just like, you finally get the courage and the strength to say something, to speak up about your trauma, your, your feelings, your emotion. And then someone tells you, no, actually you are fine. Like that's, that's the way it felt. I felt like I finally have the strength and the courage to come to you. And you're basically telling me, yeah, yeah, you're fine. Go home. Um, and that, and the experience happens a lot with, um, black and black people, and especially black women in the healthcare industry in general, not just like, you know, when they go to a therapist, but when they go to the hospital and they say, I'm in pain and they're like, oh no, you're fine. Just go home. How many times that has happened and how many people have died or got hurt or injured or traumatized by that. So, you know, that experiencing that on your own, especially a time when it was common to know that, you know, Asperger's wasn't based on color, which when you think about it, it's the dumbest thing you've ever heard. And I'm going to say this a lot because a lot of things this year is dumb. Like you're basically saying that one Pacific syndrome is only based and it only goes through someone's pigment of their skin and gender. Like that, that doesn't even make sense. Like you're basically saying like, okay, like it would be as crazy if I was saying, okay, flus are only only people who have red hair will have flus or only people who have um, blue hair will have um, chicken pox or only people who are black will have um, a cold. Like it's, it's just like, what are you saying? Like it's not, or like for even if we put it even to more like logistic terms, it's just basically saying like anyone um, who is um, tan will get depression and they are most likely to get depression or, you know, like the statistics that you hear in the past are just like, what, why did we think that way? Like, what were we thinking when they created these so-called scientific uh, factual information when you're not including everyone you're first of all focusing on white males on your study and their brain and how they operate and then you just shrink it down and say okay yeah it's only them and is this like have you tested it have you kept an open mind with all the other ones no and then it wasn't until more and more people like myself getting diagnosed and improving debunking that idea that people had to take it seriously and figure out what's happening because there are other people who um you know have severe asd um and i hate the severe and non-severe because asd is ac is a spectrum but that idea of like this non-verbal that stuff like like obviously there's something wrong they're non-verbal you know that's like clear indications so it was like having a physical disability you could see that they cannot speak you know and you could see that they're you know those things uh, so I guess in that sense, I'm talking about like that sort of spectrum side, that corner or side or whatever you want to call it, that side of it where it's more visible than someone who um, is verbal and um, 
can mask really well so um like when you see that okay you, you see that and you know that it happens with no it doesn't matter what color or pigment they have you know that that's the situation um but i also kind of wonder if there's like a study out there where they took like um the same symptoms and like diagnose one group of people versus another group of people which we already see in a way because we see a lot of individuals who are or ASD get diagnosed with like ADHD or OCD or other other different diagnoses than what they're supposed to get diagnosed and I knew that going into it because that was a statistic that I found in one of the books that I read during that time and I was really concerned with the idea that um that I would get misdiagnosed because I at that point I kind of knew like this is this seems right to me and yeah so that's why I was like I need to get this sorted um immediately okay so we talked about that the who am I talked about when I got diagnosed how oh I didn't actually talk about how long it took me to get diagnosed I think that's a shocking factor of the whole thing it's like like how long it took for me to get diagnosed from like the time that I suspected something um well it was 19 and then I got officially diagnosed in 20 when I was 22 so you know it amassed like three years give or take because you know I think it was like when I was turning 20 so it could have been like two years you know give or take anyways three years let's just say three years um so I then I also talked about being gaslighted by professionals I think that's a huge issue and uh why why getting diagnosed is daunting and scary and why people self-diagnose and I mean it has other factors into it obviously but um you know those are the sort of thoughts that I get and I think that's also something that I want to address as well and that's also uh so I want to do an episode of like why why do people gaslight individuals when they're coming to look for help and why sort of that professional world doesn't believe um because based on what they know at the current moment this is the way things are done and we know from history that things change constantly these are theories that are created and change or whatever it's always been a curiosity mine i don't know if i'm gonna go into it but i probably will touch on it a couple times but also i'm gonna talk about like um okay so let's talk about the future of this podcast like let's 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 wrap this thing up in a in a boat essentially the future of this podcast is definitely something i want to discuss with you guys because obviously if you're listening to the episode one you're probably wondering where is she going with this um well a couple of points and i'll go into details all about this give all the key points ahead of time i did talk about in the beginning of the podcast but i would love to talk about the details of my diagnosis and how someone could possibly get diagnosed if you're looking into you know getting diagnosed i know there are multiple ways people have gotten diagnosed um i just will know the one i the way i did and 
the way people I know who have gotten got diagnosed. So I would be sharing those things. And then I would also want to talk about the importance of getting diagnosed. Now I know it's a big thing like self-diagnosis, you don't really need to get diagnosed, but there are a huge amount of benefits by getting diagnosed. And it it's both a tangible thing, but also a healing thing. And I'll talk a little bit about that when I talk about it in one of the episodes, <laughs> essentially. Um, and uh, then I want to talk about life living as a minority. So there's levels of minorities that we, we know. Society has agreed upon that these groups of people are minorities. You know, there are girls, women, minorities, but then there are also African-American people of color, minorities, and then there are people with disabilities. As a person of color and a woman and a person with a disability, I fall under all three of those minority criteria. Now there are other minorities criteria as well. Um, you know, we know those, but I'm specifically talking about my experiences. So when you have like sort of the triple threat of minority-ness, <laughs> I don't know if that's a word, but you get what I'm saying, like minority-ness, um, you navigate through life differently. You view life differently and also there's also like I feel like yes there's masking but then I feel like people of color already mask women mask as well there's a level of masking that you have to do in a workplace in order to be taken seriously there's a level of masking that people of color have to do in order to get those like quote-unquote corporate jobs um even physically changing their appearance to mask or to be a part of the corporate world um and then there's a masking that you know asd are known to do we are known for it now um before we didn't really have a concept of what it was but we were known for it so there's like lots of dynamics and levels to masking that is different from i think that sets us apart being a woman and of color uh, from other AST individuals. And I want to talk about that. And uh, um, another thing I want to talk about is like the healing from, uh, feeling from the journey to getting diagnosed. That's something I feel like is a benefit. So it's like tying into the why is it important to get diagnosed because it's like there's a healing journey that comes with it. Now, someone may not need the diagnosis or official diagnosis to get that healing journey, journey, but some may need that healing journey, that validation journey of going through the process and stuff like that. So um, I want to talk about that. And I think that's going to be a healing journey. It's going to be like a another separate podcast from the uh, my details of getting diagnosed because I feel like I'm still on that journey and I may even I would want to include maybe some uh, guest speakers uh, on that but I'm not sure I'm just kind of winging it honestly <laughs> um, so and honestly yeah like this whole podcast has kind of uh, been a, like a it's time, like it's time to do it. Like it's, I feel like this is the time to create this podcast. I had been thinking about doing something like this and it's actually more of a form of a, like writing a book, um, called the, you know, called 
the you know the BBA, which I think the saffron I'm gonna go with uh, for this podcast. But I honestly was just like, I want to write a book about black, beautiful, and autistic because I feel like my perspective is a very minor, like a uh, very minor uh, perspective. And a lot of people don't have, really have that perspective. and But I figured a podcast is better because I am better. Like, I stumbled my word this past couple of minutes, but like, I am, I like to talk. <laughs> and I feel like I talk a lot. So I feel like talking is much better than you writing. Um, with writing, I do love to write as well, but I, th- I feel like... I could talk about subjects at the moment I want to talk about subjects. Um, I don't have to go through the process of, you know, necessarily like uh, getting proofread, 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 you know, going through that process and stuff like that. So with that said, that's one thing I definitely want to talk about is the healing journey to getting diagnosed. And then also I feel like getting diagnosed or like ASD, um, that whole sort of, um, world, uh, it feels like, I don't know about you guys or whoever's listening to this, but when I got diagnosed, it felt like I had to come out, like, like kind of like coming out of the closet, um, for the LGBTQ plus community. It feels like you have to sort of give a declaration of it it's not something that someone will know by looking at you but it's so personal it's so and it changes the perspective of how people treat you and how people view you and so when you when you come out and tell people that this is what you have um you often get mixed emotions from different people and different family and friends and stuff like that um and i want to talk about like what happened like revealing it to my friends and family and uh about being or having asd actually the time that i got diagnosed was called asperger's and how they took the news and going and telling you those perspectives and and i definitely got slighted i definitely people yelled at me at one point um they thought I was crazy like I had a whole spectrum of reactions to letting people know um good I would say there was like a handful of good reactions there wasn't a lot of good reactions especially if you're a person of color um it's a big thing for even just going to the therapist or going to a psychologist or going to a neurologic neurological not neurologicalist um uh, all those different things were just taboo and then you add the fact that you're putting another taboo or something that will definitely make your heart life harder and with the trauma the generational trauma that comes into that play you add that to then knowing that they know that this will make your life harder um and they lash out on you um at the time that it was happening though i wasn't realizing all this because i was just going through the motion of things but it's really intriguing to talk about like the coming out story and i'm gonna call it the coming out story because it really does feel like you're coming out and honestly most people in my life uh 
I mean, I have really close friends that do not know that I have this. Um, like, I would consider them best friends and they have no idea that I have ASD. Um, I only have like one friend that I told, no, no, two friends, two friends, two friends. Okay, I have two friends that I told that were like, that are like my besties. Um, they, like, they're like my sister and most of my friends do not know I am highly masked um, even with this podcast I didn't do a picture of myself because I feel like I didn't want the people I don't want to know about it because I don't want to deal with the, the shame or the, the way they will look at me and I'm going to talk about why there's a shame and why there's a sort of that idea and and I feel like a lot of people who are ASC, there's a lot of people who are like free to become who they are because they're very supported by their family and friends. But my experience was completely different from those experiences. And I want to talk about those things. Like that's something that I feel like not talked about a lot. Um, and it's a nitty gritty of things. So um, that's what we're going to do. <laughs> I'm going to have an episode just talking about that. Um, so I feel like the first season for this is just talking about, it's centered around the diagnoses and uh, like talking about the diagnoses, how it is to be diagnosed, how it is coming out after you got diagnosed, the healing process after getting diagnosed, and is it important to get diagnosed? Like, it's centered around that. So I think season one is going to be that. I'm um, focusing on that. Now season two, if there's a season two, this could be just like a one-off season. Um, I do. We'll see. Um, we'll talk about uh, more in depth stuff, hopefully. Hopefully, I say hopefully. It can include other individuals who, and maybe this podcast will grow so that I can include other individuals to this podcast as well, which would be really nice. I'm not going to lie. Because talking, uh, I like talking, but it would be nice to include others um, in this. And yeah, so that's kind of what I see for the future of this podcast. Typically, I want the podcast to last about an hour uh in length uh so so i hope i gave enough teasers <laughs> and i hope i gave enough uh intrigue for you to want to listen to the other episodes and um you think that you might have it um or you do have it and you just want to hear my perspective, I totally welcome that. Uh, And I want to hear your feedback. I don't know how it actually works on podcasts, but you know, uh, we'll figure it out, I guess. (laughs) Maybe I'll put like a form or something uh, to get feedback and stuff like that. And uh, if you are someone who, is thinking about it. I think this is, especially season one, it will be a good uh, sort of detailed uh, of what happened. And maybe my perspective, along with other AC individuals that are sharing this, will help you either decide to get diagnosed or not get diagnosed, or just is this a guide to help you? Um, which is another reason why I'm doing this, is because I feel like there's nothing for me to look at. Like, I literally read all the books that were available to me during the time that I was trying to figure out the diagnoses. Um, And it was quite frustrating because it was catered to kids, first of all. 
which blew blows my mind the logic in that just thinking about it like right now <laughs> the logic of like yes let's focus everything on kids and kids getting diagnosed and blah 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 but let's only focus it on non-people of color and then on top of that kids grow up like when like like let's logically think about this you're making a whole sort of research study about kids and that's wonderful but they grow up to adults and how will they navigate through society there's so much support given to and i do want to talk about that so after that maybe in season two that's what i'm getting to season two where i'll talk about but like maybe in season two i want to talk about like the support that you get throughout you know school university but then the lack of support that you get once you leave the university setting once you leave and you graduate because that was a huge blow to my um ever my life it was very traumatic in a way um and not in the traumatic of the sense that I'm actually physically getting hurt, but emotionally traumatic because here I am with the same degree as a an, an person who doesn't have a disability, um, who ranked higher and, and, and then a lot of them and while getting this degree. And yet I am jobless and yet I do not have the resources or support that I need in order to function as a human being. Um, so that's also something I think will definitely be part of the conversation. But I think for season one, I'm going to focus on that, uh, on just the diagnosis part. And then in season two, I'll talk about like life after. And so that's why I'm doing it is to give resources to those who are trying to figure life out, um, is to talk about the importance of, um, this community and building this community and i also want to do this for help because again like i told you <laughs> i didn't get like literally there was not a lot of information and most of it was geared to kids um and the little that was about adults focused on caucasian white male um and their quirks were very limited um so and i guess i'll i'll do things i'll we'll talk about the typical things like maybe later later on i'll talk about the sims and uh the uh interests that i've had in my life um they fluctuate but they've always been like in sort of in the creative field or humanity fields of like understanding humans that's my kryptonite like if i get in a topic especially now like my sort of interest right now is talking about um specifically history and the effects that um history has had on the african-american community but also the native american community that's been my interest right now so i'm obsessed and like i'm reading so many historic books and stuff like that so um yeah so those are the things i'm gonna be addressing uh in future podcasts and different things again this is just a podcast just for uh you know to share information hopefully build a community uh of people who are like mind like me because i also don't still have that community because and i'll probably tell you about stories about 
what happened when I try to reach out to other ASDs uh, in my area when I was in university. I have some crazy stories about that time period of my life that kind of, uh, I feel like there's a lot of trauma in this journey. But yeah, it was a little traumatic. Um, like it involved the hospital, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> but I probably will talk about those things later on. Um, involved the hospital involved uh i don't even talk about it right now like oh gosh but yeah so that's wow hold on give me a moment (laughs) just because of a visual uh i can't even think because i'm thinking i visually i'm visually seeing what happened anyways um uh, mine um block there but yeah so I want to talk about those things and share them and maybe you have experienced it. Maybe it's like listening just because you like to listen and you like to have things in the background and you're saying things to talk about. So definitely uh, make sure you follow so that you can get those episode information um, and uh, you know share with people. Like I don't mind sharing it with people. That's why I'm making this public and I feel like this was the time for me to do it. I don't know. I just had this really strong urge to do a podcast about this specifically in my life. I feel like this is the perfect time for me to talk about this subject without sort of interruptions or people telling me not to do it or like feeling pressured not to be able to feel comfortable and talk about it. So, um, that's why I'm doing it. Um, and, uh, I think that is it. Uh, I never know how to end this. Okay, so I guess stay tuned for the next uh, podcast. Uh, I'm trying to upload a podcast. Um, and I say I'm trying to because you know how ACs are. We're not necessarily like able to do things necessarily. Things interrupt or just insomnia gets us or stress or anxiety. Um, oh, and also that's another thing I want to talk about is like the sister sort of sister uh, diagnoses that you get with ASD. I don't have that many sister diagnoses, but it is a thing. Um, and uh, I want to talk about that and um and address those things like anxiety, stress, depression, um, OCD, ADHD, and other diagnoses that come with that as well. Um, yeah. So, stay tuned for those uh, episodes that are coming up, and I will see you guys I stay happy I'm trying to think of like what can I say at the end of it you know like what would be cool and swanky (laughs) I don't know um hmm I don't know I don't know how I'll end it yeah I'll figure out something but for now just bye um have a good day (laughs) bye episode one of black beautiful and autistic i hope you join us for the next episode do not forget to follow this episode and share and like and do all the friendly things
will see you on the flip side. I hope you have an awesome day or night or whatever time you have. And I will talk to you later. Bye.